Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the phone taker, the phone taker, Hey, hey, check it out. This is MC Light, and you are listening to Bodega Fresh. Please believe it with my girl Nadine. Hi. Oh, Bodega Fresh. 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 All it is is man and one scenario. I'm a solid goal. I don't cast the glow. Yes, I guess we flex. Some have no control. I'd rather let a laughter tally off. I go canoeing up the river or out into the old. You just know me now, so not play the role. Some are lovey dovey. I a crazy crow. Some shake your hand, but this is called a show. I was John Doe, now I'm David Jolicoe. Piss with the witness, and now I adore. O's got the world, cause O's is on tour. Girls gave the O's and all my niggas for sure. Where they arose, well, nobody knows. And what do they mean? I mean, this is how it goes when no shoes got the O. When you hold the door, you know who you are, but they didn't know. And now with respect, they flex like a pro. You first another nigga, but now... What's up, y'all? This is Jill Scott. You're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Last of the fast love pipe that you do. In your eye burning like rub and alcohol. Native is the tongue that speaks the guacamole. Can folk play this in stereo. Janice lay a part of a herd of a show. Hans Prince the Peace on jeans of Jabos, but let the herd know. Beef you want to throw, lunches and punches. It's what we'll bestow. Oodles of O's, I ask my O's and my check. O's take the shape of my downers and specs. Don't forget the O's and let the air in my nose. Breathe in the fresh, they'll hit the road. So that's the click, then I'll block the poles. Eat the out green. Yo, my nigga mate's got something to say and it go. Oh, Dago, Dago, Rash, Rash, I ain't trying to be no D-boy. I love music, I'm a B-boy. Are you the undercover or the decoy? I'm heavy with the D, trouble T-boy. A pit with no muscle. I'm about to bust your bubble like a keyloid. Too much marijuana got me penal. I'm killing instrumentals with that all so simple. Can it be boy? Shout the little C's, B-I-G, boy. And fuck Dr. Spock, I mean Red Man. It's not Leonard Nimoy. 88 keys on the keyboard. I'm down to catch rap. Take them first three letters out of record. It's meth. You heard it through the wire. I could be more. Or washed up my sunny black body on the seashore. That's a problem. I could be yours. A monster without the man, scientist, and Igor. I've heard it before. I started these boys. Got murdered raps and never even murdered before. Keep watch. 
Lights out when the beat drop Keeping the streets locked I'm calling all dreams from me block From me block Keep watch Lay niggas out there could get rocks Run these streets out here on these cops I'm calling all dreams from me block Code name Sensei I live what my pen say Game Hall of Fame flow is MJ Muy caliente Je m'appelle Rebel Capiche Comprende Tell them touching them up Trust I'm like Justin Tuck How they ducking the rust Trying to break bad You catch a bad break Like I own a bake shop How I stack cake Greatness is nothing Jack the next Nike ad Whitey bad In my life Got them slightly mad Cause I shine like Chrome in July Soak your eye Open your eyes Notice the lies DEA say I'm drugging them I get to lean and hard I get the fiends to nod I mean they loving them All here your highness Terrific wind Put a so-called beast in this place Pacific wind Keep watch Lights out when the beat drop Keeping the streets locked I'm calling all dreams from me block From me block Keep watch Lay niggas out there could get rocks Run these streets out here don't need cops I'm calling all dreams from me block From me block Foul ass police Crooked ass friends I don't give a fuck Yo, the drama never ends I'm a project nigga I don't care about the bands Plus I had a lot of chicks You can have those bitches But I murder your blood clot If you touch my riches Yeah, crazy ass skipper I be in the slums, nigga Fuck where I come from I'm a quiet gangster, nigga First I get you comfortable Then I start shanking niggas Park kill coders Don't violate the family Brother to brothers No snakes in the amnesty I come through wildin' On some Wu-Tang Kennedy Googly-eyed nigga Chop his face in the ministry Never scared to do the time, fuck the penitentiary Leave a bunch of dead niggas, don't forget to mention me The angel of rap, the unordinary light Already did what I was going through before you even got the mic Left a large solar cloud distinguished by size Interaction with the wise and civilized The mind caused matter to fall into a center A great deal of heat that irradiate Virginia From out of this collision, the central core became thick enough To trap its own light and bring vision Each drop full of hip-hop energy Balance on all sides, such great symmetry. The bars unlock the power of the stars. The mirror and the telescope pinpoint the guards from a distance, acting as a guiding coach. Analyze the board, universal approach. Retune the soul to a certain pitch, changing the frequency frequently, hitting a certain switch. The love is paramount, the connect is brotherly. Respect for the intellect and broad discovery. Keep watch, lights out when the beat drop. Keeping the streets locked. I'm calling all dreams from me block, from me block. Keep watch, lay niggas out there could get rocks. Run these streets out here, don't need cops. I'm calling all dreams from me block, from me block. What's up, this is Boyz Brown, and you are listening to Bodega Fresh Radio with my homegirl, Nadine. Peace. Yeah, yeah, what's up, everybody? This is Diamond D, representing Digging in the Crates, and I'm right here chilling on Bodega Fresh with my homegirl, Nadine. Lock it in. Oh, Dango. Dango. Yo, the spirit in the sky screamed homicide. But it was time to ride on some niggas funny talking. If too much money talking, we make them economize. Real rap, no tail spinning, such as the life of a kamikaze. Z pilot, we wild out of control until we all make the funny papers like Comic Con. 
spirit in all streets So if you ever see me out in y'all streets Find another one to occupy I never hope for the best I wish a nigga would Turn around and walk away I wish a nigga could Listen to my instincts and say fuck the rest But once you had the best Better ain't as good Weak heartedness cannot be involved Stick to the script, nigga, fuck your improv Like a samurai, the streets hammer Robbie Cole Play your part, shut the fuck up and do as I was told I was always late for the bus Just cause I be on time Then I start to think, what's the rush? Who wants to be on time? Thing I fear besides fear itself. This is clearly a lesson learned for someone else. Reach for the crown of thorns upon the shelf. Cross around my neck, I've been taught myself. Capture this moment in time, listen, smash and grab. And where my party people, y'all finna have a blast. You say goodbye, I say hello, first and last. Hello, hello, now all of y'all elevate your glass. To an example of what time and duty you win. Those names and things that keep on eluding you win. Shit is new to you when live is true to you. Words are suspect, usual, coming through with you, man. I guess the bomber's ever lucky it was one time. Then I went missing, looking for the sublime. A nigga stayed low, left the ladder unclimbed. Time after time, verse blank, the line unrhymed. Yeah, the one to watch, the big sun, for everyone to be on time. What's the big deal? Why do they feel? You need to have it marching on. I wonder when you die, do you hear harps and bagpipes? If you're born on the other side of the crack price, niggas learn math just to understand the crack price. Then dive in, head first like a jackknife, paws out here. Yo, you niggas can't belly fly if you want to make the noise inside your belly. Stop on time, me being on the front line. Being on the front line means sucking one time. The pendulum swinging my way, couldn't be more blind. Niggas talk to the cop, not even one time. Because we all going down, just like the subprime. Or a cheap ass half gallon of Valentine But hopping over gates to escape is sublime Been through the alleyway and down to the subline Tales from the streets, life a hot crime To make it to the bottom, such a hot climb I was always late for the bus Just once could I be on time And I start to think, what's the rush? Who wants to be on time? Feeling unlucky and if I ever got from Brooklyn, New York. You know, anytime you see me in the streets, I'm holding it down. I stay fresh to death. And right now, you're checking out that bodega fresh with my girl, the lovely Nadine. What up, girl? I see you. Let's get to it once. And he comes out the room, and I look at him, and I'm not bullshitting. Man. I've seen, like, like an orange, his aura or whatever. I, I see it. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
Right, it feels right. like the aura, the color of my glow is tempora And the sound is inside of me, Gamora For rich or for poorer, I married this bitch Can't divorce her, that not paying attention Shit, it cost her, it's pearls in the oysters Diamonds in the cold, they teach you sell records Behind selling your soul, sidelined in the cold City watching your merits, you either gonna be Tom Coughlin or Herman Edwards Menage with the money, but watch who you in bed with I've seen niggas fuck up old dealing with exes It's all hugging kisses, this shit is a facade You're Got it back if you think he's touching the guard Uneven the odds, cause love two is the one I told him who would get it, we got it, let get it done They shoot and get your gun, my pen and probably getting they run I got 99 problems, how the spit ain't one For the aura, so I don't know where you're yeah. Know it's for the aura, so we got our way up yeah. Know it's for the aura, so I don't know where you're yeah. Know it's for the aura, love us or you hate us Know it's for the aura, it's for the aura yeah. It's for the aura, it's for the aura One know time like
yo, yo, it's your boy Foul March. You already know what it is. You were tuned in to Bodega Fresh. Foul March in the building. My girl Nadine, one love. Let's go. Bodega Fresh. Fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Rash, 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 rash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back up in this. Come on, man. Y'all can hate Swiss ass. You're real, man. I'm Stan Smith. You hate me now. You can't Stan Smith. I'm leather with suede tips. You can't Lay you out, put you to sleep on the canvas. I'm not trying to box with a gun. Let rounds off. I went unanimously. Let rounds off. In your face, cause my mic is a magnum. You mean your chick, we go back like cool magnum. Man, we did it in the back of your magnum. I said, put them lifestyles back. Give me the magnum. They love it when I tie them up and I gag them. Sometimes I don't even use rope, but I... She said she loves you when the double up on it. Turn around and press the bubble up on it. Not from the Mad High, but she was on the nugget. And all I needed was large fries and nuggets. <laughs> Hit her with the sweet and sour sauce. Like she could sell a cocktail better than a Malatoff. PM, put her to bed like Tylenol. PM, I put her to bed. Everybody now. Yeah, you know the drill is rap life. When it's too nap like, if you act right. Rob the deals when the n- can actually rap right. It's a mirror to motherfucking rap. Ticky Timbo, no style Rimbo, Chariari Uchi, Pip Perry Pimbo, Spikes on my mic device, slice like Kimbo, Toxic in the pocket, lock box like Minto, the fofo on, cuz in the cut and focus, action, why focus? Niggas that run up on you in these streets, they don't love you, these chicken heads just wanna kiss you and hug you, that's why I roll with Diamond Man, that's the bodyguard, I don't even have to stress out a bodyguard, Hacking like he made a stone, he ain't hardly hard. Feeding you Pedialyte, remedial nutrition. That's the meaning of sick, and he needs a pediatrician. What's the media like? I make the media rage. I'm unforgettable on my Wikipedia page. The drill is rap life. Who's thinking they nap lights? Who's the dip act right? Rather deals when the n- can actually rap right. It's a mirror to motherfuckers who ain't rap right. Yeah, you know the drill is rap life. Who's thinking they nap lights? Who's the dip act right? Rather deals when the n- can actually rap right. It's a mirror to motherfuckers who ain't rap right. Bodega, Bodega, Rash, Rash, Rash. My niggas pop bottles, flip table, those high chains. Niggas gotta know we catch shade like a palm tree. Oh, crook, been around the world like a roller ring. Best part of body, dog, we are from the inner street. We try to tell them, yeah, yeah, but they don't get it, though. Till we blow like a wind instrument. Piccolo. Now we run a tantrum on the track like a two-year-old. My interior motive is fuck them like Venerio. Five chains on the frame, man, that's a NASCAR. Sitting in a studio cooking flame, that's a dope spot. Ain't got time for the names, that's a broke clock. Robbing on a plane, me and Jane, that's a wing stop. This time around, made it ill, this is slumpy. Built till we tilt, then we stack like a slunch beat. Sandwiches, nigga, double cheese, this elite eat. Gold figure, niggas, camel clutch like the on shit. Oh, 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 oh,
abroad like vinyl up in various time zones. Oh, we do try to stack it up. Dial jumps, alligator suits like pimps do. Rhinestones, you know we stay flooded, heavy wrist, call it cargo. Stop for a bit, take a flick, bang go. You know how we flip the script. Leonardo, DiCaprio, then we take sip yeah. from the styrofoam. Cup, that's what's up, what we do is very valuable. The mission is bitch, so you know a nigga grind up. Like a stripper for tips, just trying to pay a landlord. Don't be a sore sport, it's all ball on our car. Yeah, we stay getting ours, nigga, you should get yours. Girl, we Hey, hey, it's Faith Evans, and you are listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Hi, this is Bobby Caldwell, and you're chilling on Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? It's the Mr. Complex, you know what I'm saying? Sitting here, we're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, my big sister, sister love, love, Nadine. Yes, yes. Peace. This is that King Kong love This is what you've been dreaming of I can't describe this feeling Make me want to climb a building This is that King Kong love This is what you've been dreaming of Can't describe this feeling Make me want to climb a building After we finish feasting We look in each and other's eyes It's like we fell into a portal, unreal, I made you feel immortal, you're glistening, your body's talking, I'm listening, you walk off naked to the bathroom, I'm whistling, yes baby girl, so much more to come, I get up in the mirror, I beat on my chest like a drum, it's truly enormous, when you put on your performance, I'm busy like five behind the two horny hornets, the honey was dripping, yeah, I wasn't tripping, love juice was flowing, potion number nine sipping, straight to the head like New Year's Eve, we do things in the bedroom, you wouldn't believe, at a concentrated level, yo, you cannot conceive, yo. Dreaming out. 
Nothing but a bird. A chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Yo, yo. Love 
was Love into my life like a miracle and It's reciprocal, that's why I'm feeling you love We exhibit our natural behavior Like making love under the moon in Jamaica Get you so high you call the name of the creator The morning we hop back into action again Up on the wall, loving how the sun blacken your skin Remember when we explored the beach Swam in the ocean and saw beneath How the colors of the coral reef look like the illish floral piece That's what your beauty remind me of It's hard to find a love like ours Taking it high above The mother does try to spit game but I don't sweat it though Knowing my heart that we connected so I let it go now if they call you out your name, then that's a different thing Anything but queen, I go to war like a king Your friends sweat you cause you ain't got a band But they don't understand some things is meant to stay between a woman and a man And they ain't privy to it, so they try to get into it Both you and me see through it, so the way we flow is fluid We speak the love language, they speak from pain and anguish Some don't love themselves, so their perception is tainted Out they joint like shit, he paying for your rent Missing the point when you rub me into your skin just like an ointment It's more than pillow talk, it can't be translated Learn how to speak it, and become emancipated it's a language. Bodega Fresh, your girl named Dean, first Sunday of the month, because that's when we come on, first and third Sundays. (laughs) I want to welcome y'all back to the show, first of July, well, almost the first of July anyway. (laughs) Actually, we're a little past it, but no big deal, you know, it's the first Sunday of the month. So uh, today, we have an extremely awesome guest on the show, a personal friend of mine, he is author, poet, uh, painter, oh my God, I think I'm forgetting a whole bunch of things, father, husband, good time friend all the way around, (laughs) I want to welcome to the show you guys, Ayaba Mandingo, welcome to the show brother. Peace sister, what's going on? Oh, nothing much, you know, just bringing the news to the people and I'm so excited to have you on the show you're one of my dearest friends, first of all, but you are also an extremely gifted person, really. You know, it's hard to say you're just an artist. <laughs> you have so many things. You have so many things. I mean, you you paint and you have incredible paintings. Um, you're an incredible poet on the circuit. You have fans, even. (laughs) 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 And um, there's so many things that I want to let them know about you. But uh, first of all, I want to say how um, Yaba has a one-man play 
that is called Unframed. And basically, if you want to know who Ayaba is, where he comes from, and how he's so enriched with all these talents, you need to see Unframed because it really uh, it, it tells the journey of of how he became Ayaba Mandingo. So we're going to touch a little bit on that. You know, let's let's kind of start from there. You know, uh, I've known you, wow, since like we were twelve. 15, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. 12, 12 and seventh even, grade. Exactly, seventh grade. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of all the gifts that you had, I think, until we got to college. You know, I always yeah. knew you were a pretty smart brother. You weren't in the class with the rest of us. <laughs> you were out there. You know where you were. You were with the white people. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, how do you get up in there? Who's got an here? You know? <laughs> Why you ain't know that brother right there. <laughs> very true, very true, very true. One of the things I did when I came to this country was kind of um, was to dumb down to fit in. You know, it wasn't. You know, it was it, this is pre Shabarangs, pre Shinehead, pre Michigan and Smiley. So being from the Caribbean was not hip and cool yet. And all we did, all I got done, all that happened was you just got teased all the time. So I actually dumbed down and started to kind of you know act out, you know, like the rest of the kids, so everybody would see me as just one of the guys, and I got to high school, and my English teachers just kept picking me out. Ninth grade, she demanded that I move up a, a group, and every some every year, the teachers just kept going, wait a minute, what are you doing? What are you doing hiding in this group? So you're right, by senior year, I, I was hanging out with the uh, with the zero group white people. <laughs> yeah, the zero group, exactly, that's what it's called, right? We're over here in, like, the, the second group, and here you are, I'm like, zero group? That's not even a number. How what? What kind of what kind of classes are these? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was cool. That was cool. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed those years. You know, the, it it definitely. Um, I mean, my mother started reading at three years old, so I, I've just been a reading fanatic since I can remember. But right. that definitely introduced me to a lot of the people who who I went on to really admire and who definitely had something to do with me deciding that I was going to call myself a writer one of these days. Right, I can so imagine. Cool. I mean, cool. I mean, you were definitely typical, you know, like we know each other in seventh grade, but, you know, we went to high school together, typical um, football, you know, athlete, yeah. man about mm-hmm. town, <laughs> and things like that, you know. <laughs> you know, right? You know, right? You're right, you're you know, right. It was really crazy. It was really crazy. And, you know, of course, you had a scholarship to go to college and everything. Um, and so, really, to me. That's the story. That's, that's the, the story, right? You know, Nate? Yeah. Yeah, that's off to college. Uh, Iowa to play football. Um, you know, uh, 26 black kids on, on campus. Um mm-hmm. 24 of us were black guys, so, you know, the first couple of months, everybody was like, yo, I ain't cheating on my girl, I ain't cheating on my girl, and then, you know, within, by, by, the, by the time October rolled around, everybody was like, yo, where Kitty at, and you were quiet, where, where Chai at, and where Billy at, and everybody was, you know, slipping off with their new friends, and, you know, uh, yeah, my new friend got pregnant, and, and, um, and uh, you know, that 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 pregnancy is now a 25 year old, really beautiful man that's getting ready to graduate from Florida State. Super super proud of him. Um, Yay, Malik! But, but you know the journey. I mean, her father went nuts, and and uh, he rallied the town around him and the sheriff for boys growing up. And you know, I got a, a classic understanding of 
of walking around like I'm crazy in America. Because, I mean, up to that point, I definitely was, it was, you know, OJ's life probably, you know, NFL, you know, definitely into the white people. Like, again, you know, being dark-skinned with an accent from the Caribbean wasn't in yet. So white people were a little bit more, or, or a little bit more open to, to the, the, the cultural diversity. So, I, you know, I hung out with them and, and hung out with their women as well. <laughs> and, and you know. Let me ask you, though. When now again, you know, we're in high school, everything is everything. When you were going out there, did you feel like you could be the same way? You didn't have to be like concerned about the fact that you were one of the few black men that were in this college. Were you concerned oh, yeah. where you were going? Nah, that was the lesson. That was the lesson. I mean, I remember mommy saying, as as the plane door closes, this is back in the days when you could still walk your kid all the way to the plane. And the last mm-hmm. thing my mother said in her in her Caribbean in her Antiguan accent was, "Me, I beg you to left them white gal out there alone." And of course, I didn't listen. And within four weeks, you know, the white girl that I didn't leave alone was pregnant. And and that's when I got it. Up until up until that point, I didn't really get because you're not growing up in a black country until you're 11 years old. You see black everything, black police chief. Right. We, I lived a couple of doors from the from the premier's house, the equivalent of the president. So I didn't, right. you know, it didn't really the, the slap in the face didn't happen until Iowa until you know the things I'd seen like the Emma Till story and those kind of things like you know you cannot go to these yeah. places and the white girl and think you're going to get away with it and that was her father's beef he couldn't understand that she let me lay down on top of her so he they, you know they spun it around he pulled her out of, co- out of school she you know and, and claimed that I raped her and they came and locked me up and I spent some time in jail and and, and, and my boy brought me a couple, you know, I'm bored, needed some books, and he brings uh, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X, and I know a lot of brothers, you know, woke up and smelled a coffee off of that. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. And I went in, I definitely went into that jail, Kenny DeCruz, and came out as Ayaba Mandingo. Definitely, absolutely, that was the moment. I mean, I even down to writing a poem, homesick, lied to mommy, didn't tell her where I was because I didn't want her to bug out. So I thought I was staying out at the football camp. And mm-hmm. one night I get homesick and I start writing this letter and here comes this poem. I was like, poem? White people write poetry. Where where is this going? And and you know, really, literally, that was the that moment when I was like, okay. And, and a lot of those things, you know, then I had so much to yell and talk about, and then it was the finding out all the things we didn't know. And then was the need to tell all those stories, and then all of a sudden these talents, you know, these things started. I started tapping into those things. And it, it, it's, it's been this wonderful, wonderful journey because, you know, like you said, the latest thing I've discovered is, as a tool is, is the acting thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm hooked. I'm totally hooked. I'm totally hooked. I, I love it. I have to, I have to say it's, it's been for a person that has witnessed you go through the, the struggle and, and, and to come to this point, too. It's just been such an incredible journey and still continues to grow in such a way that's just like, wow, we never yeah. planned to anything on this on at this level right here so like okay so you know and he started writing poetry like you know when you started doing a poetry thing i was like does that really when did that begin you know like it was like this whole transformation you were growing your hair out you know what i mean all all the time we knew you high top fade you know what i mean caesar you know what i'm saying you know just you know dressed to the nines clean speakers you know what I'm yeah. saying? It was it was again typical black American Absolutely. boy grown up in Stanford. Yep. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. we didn't have that kind of vibe where we weren't included in things. We were just exactly. part of the schools of everything, you know. So yeah. Yeah. started Absolutely. writing poetry. Absolutely. The whole thing with the with the rape and in, in Iowa. How did you get back home? 
You know what I mean? What happened from there? Well, you know, um, after after about um two months in jail, they she she taught, you know convinced her father she was going to visit a girlfriend and basically ran away and came out east and ended up in the projects with mommy at mommy house and then they had to let me out because now they didn't have her saying that the minute she was free she was like you know that's my boyfriend so sheriff let me out and said don't me not to show my nigga face in this town again and, and actually it's been 25 years and i haven't obliged the fella and i don't plan on, on doing that anytime soon because they definitely i mean if they had their way i would have got 25 years and i'd be coming out now-ish yeah, you know I mean? yeah now-ish i yeah, you know <laughs> Now yeah, it's that when you'd have been coming out. I was seriously yeah. concerned like you were never coming back. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I thought so. I thought so for a while, man. Dad, you know, coming out of there, it you know, it was like this no looking back thing. I came home, and you know, uh, the third part of our, our circle of friends, I guess, is is my wife and your best friend, uh, Cassandra, and mm-hmm. kind of focused back on her, and, and we got married. Wow, maybe two, three years after that, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. it's been one foot in front of the other, and keep your head down, and keep pushing, and keep pushing, and keep pushing, and just being open, man. Like today, I went to to uh, New uh, to Mount Vernon to for a meeting about doing a mural with some children in town, and the, the co-artist is one of Norman Lewis's students. Norman Lewis was this uh, brilliant, brilliant painter from the '50s, '60s who, you know, pre-Jackson Pollock and all the people that are given, the Andy, Andy Warhol, those cats that are given credentials as being like the American artist. So now I get to work with one of his students. And, and of course, he's already dropping the jewels right along the subject matter. He said, everybody, you, everyone comes, nobody comes to this planet as an empty vessel. You, we all come with a gift to present. And if you don't, if you don't explore that gift, one of these days, on, you know, if you look at the world or you look at mankind as a puzzle, you're going to be that missing piece. And you don't, you know, the planet, you can't do that to the planet. That's too selfish. You just, the planet deserves the gift that the universe sent you here with. And I feel like I have a lot of them, you know. I mean, even in the Christian Bible, it talks about the master of the house leaving and giving the, the servants different talents. And when he comes back, the one who he's most proud of is the servant who uses all of the talents. The one he's most disappointed in is the one who takes his one talent and, and hides it, thinking that that's what the master to one of them to do now it's a shit thing and I, I believe that I believe I realize I'm an artist and, I've, and I'm, I tell stories and I use every device possible to do it and it, it's a cool feeling you know the, the native next thing is singing you know I, re- I remember that's the thing I used to do actually that's the first thing but when I came up here that wasn't cool kids you know I'm up fifth grade they're like you in the glee club I'm like no <laughs> and I love it so now you know you you one of my one of my very closest friends singing and, and going out there and sharing inspire me so you know you and another friend of mine Ty Allen I see you guys doing your thing I'm like you know what I still love singing I'm gonna try I'm not Luther Vandross yeah, you know what I'm saying but I'm not tone that it tone that either so it's like that oh yeah yeah you do it from the soul and you give it yeah. it's gonna come out it's just gonna actually come out you know what I mean and, and you and guys I want you to know that um, Ayaba formerly known as Kenny DeCruz uh, <laughs> and you know until about what like 90 Three, something like that. Yeah. I think. You yeah, know? right after college. And, right? Yeah, right after college. Right after college. I remember when you changed your name. I was like, "There's no way I'm calling this man Ayaba. Yeah. He was born Kenny. I'm gonna call him Kenny." And you yeah, know, that's a blue eyes flip. You know what I mean? Like ah, whatever. You know what I mean? Because it, it was your name, and I've known you so long. But always, I know you know the story behind the name. It's not just because oh, I felt like. You know, calling okay. myself. Yeah, no you know what I mean? No you research. But then, you know what? I, I even had to grow to that. I had to grow to that because 
I am Kenny. I am still Kenny. So, because you know what mommy called me and you call, you would call me that and Cassandra still called me that. And I am Kenny. But you know, a lot of times when we first become conscious and we, we change our name is to, I'm not carrying this white man name anymore and I'm not. And to me, it goes beyond that because to be honest, Kenny is that insecure kid who didn't like the way he looked, who had issues of being too dark skinned and the big nose and the big lips. And, and you know, there's times when that, that cat still shows up. You know what I'm saying? The insecurity, the self doubt, he still pops up every once in a while. Kenny is that kid who makes my mother smile from left to right. And, and, you know, when I'm there, I'm Kenny because that's, that's who she knows. That's her baby. Yeah, and, and that's so her baby. I realize that, I, I realize that it's all of me. I'm, I'm more than Kenny now, but I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely still Kenny. And, and, and that's, I think I had to, I know I had to grow to that because I remember when I first changed my name, I was like, yo, don't call me by that slave name no more yo but it's like right, you know, right. it's beyond that it's not just Kenny it's, it's I didn't just change the name and that's a lot of times brothers that do change their name and sisters who do change their name I don't just change I didn't just change I changed me you know what I'm saying I, I'm, right. I'm metamorphosized into more than my mother's son so I had to have a, a name that, that I could identify that with because when I look in the mirror I see more than Kenny now right you know right Mhm, mhm, and Kenny have no courage, man. <laughs> it, I I have to say it is right. It's it's part of your transformation of who you became to be, who are mm-hmm. you're continuing to grow into as you speak. You know, so mm-hmm. so you guys, if you really want to know the full story, the next time you're on Ayala's page, they'll have the next time on Friday show, and you must see it because it tells the whole journey and. It is just an incredible story, and it's a one-man show, you know? Yeah, it's play, I play 11 characters. fascinating. Exactly. Play, it's play 11 amazing. people. 11. And it's in the works right now, Nick. It's in the works right now. We're bringing it, we bringing it back to, to uh, Broadway, um, mm-hmm. and I talked to my director, producer, and he's there, and, and he's, he's uh, hooking up with some people. We got a small theater that we kind of just, let's say I'm telling you for the first time. It, it's, uh, he told me about three weeks ago. Um, and it's on, you know, we, uh, I'm also a new member of, uh, of Rhymes Over Beats, a new hip-hop theater company that's, I think, is gonna, really going to do some really amazing things. First piece we got coming out is called Freedom. They got brother. I know you're a little rapper, Mano. I had to ask Kofi, your godson, who the heck he was, because I had no idea who this Mano guy was. But he, he's going to be restarring in our first in, in our first, piece, our first uh, production. It's called Freedom. So that should be cool. It should be coming out in a little bit. But, That's I mean, very interesting just, to hear because, um, you know, I wouldn't think of Mano as an actor, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. And yeah. just to, to even make another point, I heard something crazy today that the Holler If You Hear Me play is actually probably going to shut down because ticket sales are low. And that's, yeah. you know, they consider that to be a hip-hop show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though there's yeah. no one really connected like that, like I think Saul Williams might be in it, but it's not big enough to draw in that kind of crowd, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it just opened, so for it to close means it didn't make like $200,000 probably. Yeah, exactly, you know? and, and so, you can believe that they probably put about three times that amount into it. Another thing that I've heard, because of course we, you know, we were trying to be the first company to put out, a, you know, a quote unquote, a hip hop, you know, because all of the stuff is written by a brother named Chi Il from Chicago. He wrote, he wrote all the songs on it. So we, we thought we were trying to be the first hip hop musical, and you know, uh, they came with a bigger engine. You know, they had Saul Williams as their as their star, and you know, right. I, I believe Kenny Leone did some directing, and so they had more big name people. So it hit, it hit the stage first, it hit the ground running first. 
And so we had an opportunity to kind of get some behind the scenes stuff. And it's actually a play based on Tupac's music. So they're not, there's anybody rapping. They're actually singing Tupac's songs. So I don't know if that's what didn't, didn't rub right with, with John Public or, or if they didn't, they didn't really promote it correctly. I mean, this would be Saul's debut. So although Saul Williams is big in the poetry world. I think it's a few things. I think it's yeah, I think it's a combination. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. It's like they yeah. didn't promote it enough because I heard about it. And next thing I know, it was open it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It is? Well, Same where's here. the paparazzi? Where's the whole situation? <laughs> and then exactly. the thing I heard was, you know, I would see it's, pictures. Oh, here's Saul Williams. I'm like, oh, he's in it. Great. What's, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hope yeah. it does well. I don't know what's going on. Are they rapping? What's happening? You know what I mean? So I don't know how did you get to see the play? I'm going on. I'm going on July seventh with 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 Brian Zuber Beats. We're going as a company, as the entire. I think okay. about forty of us are going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I say that cool. to say maybe this is you know if it if it makes it to July seventh, mm-hmm. maybe this is a blessing in disguise because then you get to see what hasn't happened. So now you can implement mm-hmm. it in a way because hip hop to Broadway is new in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you need to really market it towards these people that buy those tickets, exactly. which are pretty pricey. Us. You know, us, us, they name, us, us. Mm-hmm. us. They, they need to market it to us, me and you, the forty-something-year-olds who who are who are twenty years hip-hop heads plus. Not these, not these new kids that are just kind of getting into the thing or anything like that. People who understand the culture of it, and and yeah. those are the people because those are the people who are now married with children or who have homes or who have jobs who can afford to come to the theater on a Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Make make it a, a you know a night of going to the theater in in, in New York, which can get pretty expensive. So they, I think they they didn't you know it's it's great that they're trying to like for example with my, with my company the cat that that started it is a white cat and it's mm-hmm. probably in his late sixties. And, you know, yeah. bless his heart. But he don't get it. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you that, too. I was going to ask you that, too. Like, do they get it? Because I see they're the people that's behind it. And unfortunately, you know, not to say anything about our people, so it seems to always be the case, don't you think? Absolutely. Oh, yes, they absolutely. They always... I mean, to, to his credit, what he's doing is he's, he's reaching out, to his credit. Although, that, if you ask me, if you ask me what's the issue right now, it's, it's, it's exactly that. But to his credit, he has reached out. And he, he has made me, you know, the head playwright, so I'm actually working on something now that, that's, right. should, you know, I, I think is going to tell the history of that whole hip-hop movement, you know, in, in a much clearer, I guess, more honest way. Right. And let's see what happens. He's very, you know, I've sent off a couple of treatments. He's very open to it. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, you know, again, it's just, you know, one, one cocoa full basket. You know how we do in the Caribbean people do that. I'm going, I'm going to try. I'm going to throw a couple of darts at the, at the board, and one of them is going to stick, maybe two. You know what I'm one saying? of them is so, going to stick, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as an indie artist, that's, you know, to like you said, we're all vessels in a way. There's a gift that you have, and you have to, you have to give it to the people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you have so many different gifts. Is there is there anything that stands out as one of your top favorites out of all the gifts that you have? Well, uh, you know, I don't know if I, I put it in favorite. Yeah, I'm going to put it painting. Why? Because it's it's, it's the one that I've, I've had for the longest. I can remember mommy boxing my ears for taking her foil paper and turning them in and turn it into people, you know, and, and watching my grandfather, who was an artist, working as a tailor because you couldn't be an artist in the 50s in the Caribbean, and my grandmother, an artist working as a seamstress for the same reasons. You know, I saw the colors they used and the way they, they would wield the scissors around material and, and the way they put things together and the flawlessness of how they did things. 
you know, it took my grandfather passing away for me to find in his album all of those different things that showed me that he, he painted and these kind of things. So I would say painting first, but what I realize now, again, with the growing thing that we're talking about is that's not the way it's set up for me because, you know, now I don't get writer's block or painter's block or, or playwright's block or any of those things because I realize that when a story is trying to come, it's for me to not only tell a story, but to, to realize how that story wants to come. Because, like, for example, and you remember, after I came out of immigration jail with the little lock of being homeless, being deported, Mommy made me promise to never do that 9-11 piece again. She said it was too political. It was too political. It was too political. So I had, a, you know, they had just had, they had me 55 days locked up. I was pissed the hell off. I wanted to yell from the mountaintop. But I made my mother a promise. You know, I'm a mama's boy to the 10th degree. So I painted a series, a war series, and it's just as loud, but it's painting. So it was able to slip under mommy's eyes because she saw the colors. Even though she saw the point and, and the anger was in it and the things that I wanted to yell, they're in the painting. So the colors, when you look at the painting, it, it's, you hear, I think you hear the yell. It's vivid. And it's the first time I started writing on canvases. So that's what I realized is that sometimes it wants to come this way. Sometimes it wants to come that way. And my job as, as the artist, as the, you know, that medium is to be open enough to realize that now nah, put the pen down go pick the brush up or now nah, put the brush up put the brush down go pick the microphone up or now nah, put the mic down go get on the stage and i'm that has been like a revelation to me because now i can relate like you know the stage the newest thing i'm like okay so if i put look at the stage like canvas and the director is the painter and the people are the paints it's a painting Right. You know, and right. then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, I could do this. So then I ask a question. You know, the director might have a, 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 you know, a direction for me, and I'll say, you, are you talking blue or are you talking green right now? And he's like, no, nah, yeah, I don't mean like blue. I mean, like, are you like dark blue? He's like, no, no, I'm talking like bright blue. And then I get it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's so I guess you. It has to be painting because I, I relate everything back to painting, including the writing. You know, when I'm talking of describing something, I'm thinking of seeing it. I, I literally can feel it and touch it, and I, then I write it so that you feel it and see it, too. So, yeah, the, the, the visual art is definitely, that's the pocket for me. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm in my studio with a brush, I'm, with, with paint in my hand and a brush, it's bananas. Yes, it's yeah. definitely the truth, you guys. I have, and I've been blessed to get a recent piece. Uh, collection of Ayaba's art. <laughs> and uh, I'm lucky that I am in this circle of love here because it, yeah. is, it is an incredible piece and, you know, I'm so excited. You know, I'm just like, I need a new paint job, Super, because... <laughs> <laughs> I just posted that on Facebook. I just posted that on Facebook this evening, too. Went looking through some old paintings, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful piece, man. And, you know, you've been asking for it for a while. It's yours. That painting, is, that painting was yours. I think probably a week after I painted it, I put it up. You came over the house. You was like, um, Ken, um, uh, um. I yeah. Know, yeah, I was like, I know it's you. Yeah, your, your girl was more posted than I am. I, uh, I, I follow like, her until I gave you the thing. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. I told Cassandra, she's like, you, told, you gave Nadine what? I said, I gave Nadine Blue Day. I said, you know that's my girl. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't call you and go, what? She has called me. I've just been so busy. I'm going to call yeah. her back. I'm sorry, Cassandra. Don't be mad at me. I'm calling you back. Yeah, she probably wanted to let you have it. How you going to try to? Uh, <laughs> I just want to point that out. You didn't call me and ask me about the show, did you? Man, there. I'll pay back. 
Anyway, oh my goodness. So back back to you. I'm so sorry. Um, you also have a recent book out. You know what I mean? Uh, let us know the name of the book and everything. And you know that also journeys a whole nother genre of things yeah. in your life. Um, it's called Sins of My Fathers. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's my first novel, and it's the exploration. Being you know after the immigration thing, I came out of there knowing that I was never looking back again. Actually, you know, you say sometimes you got to be careful what you ask for. And I know right around that time, I was saying, you know, a lot of, a lot of these people that I admire, you know, on the planet, you know, they, they've been tested by fire, the Paul Robesons and these kind of people. And I'm like, you know, I haven't had my test of fire yet. And, you know, sure enough, I open my mouth and here comes immigration and telling me that they're coming to kick me out of the country for my poetry and blah, 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 blah. And so that really, you know, that was it. You know, that was Good Friday. You know, I was raised Christian, so I knew, I saw the, the, the correlation. It was Good Friday. By Easter Sunday, I was in there cracking up laughing, teaching, and doing poetry. And I came out of there, and I started the novel very shortly thereafter. I started Unframed very shortly thereafter. And, you know, all of it is just this exploration of trying to really, really understand me. Like, what, what is, you know, who is Kenny Afro George de Cruz Ayabi Ibo Mandingo? Who, who is that brother? All of him, you know what I'm saying? And you, you name some of the facets, you know, my children and the fact that I've been married 21 years, all of those things, that, that's that first. That's the front door right there. And everything else kind of, if that falls, if that's shaky, I'm not good. So, you know, having that right there as a foundation, having the girl who I lost my virginity to when I was 17 years old, 18 years old, be the mother of my children and my wife is very cool because she knows me. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, so I can I can go cry to her and not feel any kind of way about any of her seeing my underbelly. And so that right there, you know what I'm saying? All of that, all of that helped me to just really start to really explore. So. It was that. It was exploring, you know, the fact that I come from a long line of womanizing men who, who have multiple women and, and, and loads of children that they don't necessarily take care of. And just exploring that from like from like a post-traumatic slavery point of view and using my imagination and the fact that I love Octavia Butler. And, you know, when you write, you could do what you want. So I can make today, tomorrow and tomorrow, yesterday. And, you know, anytime I feel like it. And so it was be able to use that and tell a story in a way that would not only make you want to read the book, but would, you know, kind of tie the correlation together for myself. You know, it's the story of a cat who, who goes back, he flashes back in time to become his great ancestor, a man who was captured in Africa and brought to the Caribbean. And he lives that man's life and sees that man's, the era of that man. He was a sexist man who was one of Queen Nzinga's generals, and he didn't, he, he didn't like having a woman as his superior. So, that, that, you know, that narrow-mindedness is what he brought to the Caribbean and sort of passed down the generations, you know, the, the, this way of looking at women. And so the, the main character has to go back and undo his story and at the same time go through what he's going through. And it's, it's about coming full circle, and it's very autobiographical in a lot of ways, but, you know, like Toni Morrison said, nothing, no fiction is, is starts, you know, there's not a fiction that doesn't start as, an, as, as autobiographical because it's got to start somewhere. So they definitely like somebody like you that read it. You're gonna be like, "Whoa, okay, I, I was there." <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're in the book, and and I didn't even bother giving you giving you another name. I called you Nadine. <laughs> oh, yay! I'm so happy. You know so you know, I mean, it's it's it was an exploration, and it was the vomit for me. You know, being being who we are, being artists like we are, it's it's a wonderful thing. And I, even when, I say that to everybody. If you're not an artist, quote unquote, you should still have a vomit. I know that sounds crazy, but I like that word because it ain't always the pretty stuff that you got to vomit up. Sometimes you got to vomit up the shit too. And 
you need a device, whether that be singing in the shower, that be listening to jazz records when that nobody knows about, whatever it is to find, to find you a way to download so that you don't blow up or implode, you know? So having, being who we are, I'm, I'm blessed for that. I'm very, very thankful because we come from immigrant people who nice. can suppress everything, you know what I'm saying? They suppress everything to, to make life better for us. And, and there, there are days when you wish that you could go back and give them back their, their, what they wanted to be when they were 19 and 18 and 15 years old, you know, instead of the person that gave up everything and moved to a foreign country so that our kids could do better. And, and you know, that, 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 that's a driving force, though. You know, and I know a lot, for a lot of us Caribbean children, that's a driving force. We, we, we feel compelled, not like we owe, but we, we have to. You know, we have to, to do really well. And I feel... That's what really pushes me rather than, you know, get on job, like my mother used to say in the beginning. One can I get on job and do 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 you so this and you so that and you go college and because ma, you were a singer and you never explored that. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason that the ancestors that that talent has been jumping from generation to generation to generation, waiting for a day that somebody would be brave enough and have the right opportunity to share that gift. And I mean, you know, I mean for every Billy Holiday name, me and you both know. There's, there, there were hundreds, maybe hundreds of sisters whose voice we never hundreds. heard. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because now as you move through the industry, as you walk through, you see it. You see all the talented people and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. it's amazing. You know what I mean? Yes. And then, like, yeah. and then they, they speak to you so you know, like, you do yep. also have this your vessel and That's, you see the vessel. Absolutely. Like, even the absolutely. event I just did, the Singers Lounge, and there was the guy that won. I didn't win, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Because it was such a learning experience. I didn't really care. You know what I mean? I, I was more exactly. like concerned about my performance. Like I need to get better. I need to listen. I need to get. I focused. You know, in the game. And then the guy that won went out and brought me brunch and mentored me. You know, so I felt you know, so blessed because this man is six years old and and he tore it down. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's your win. That's your win right there, Nate. That's your win. That is your win. That is your win because that's your win, and that's how we got to look at these things. That's your win, Nate. That's how you won. Like today, the the mural, they 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 can't afford to pay me what I was asking. They they can't afford what what my market rate is right now. But I get to work with one of one of Norman Lewis's students who was a student for ten years. Mm. You got to be kidding me! It's priceless. They can't. They can't. They couldn't. That's priceless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got to, like, I'm glad you see the big picture now because you won. You won the other night because when you get that, that means money. He noticed something in you also. I and mean, he gives, comes back and gives you jewels. Please, that means the next time he touches the stage, it's, it's problems. It's problems. Yeah, it's problems. And that's the other thing. I don't hold back, man. I don't hold back. I do not hold back. And on any venue I go now, anywhere I go now, everybody, you know, lately a lot of my people's been coming up and you're like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, I could, I could leave the planet on the way home. I'm, it's all or nothing. Every, and, you know, I call this like this. I keep saying like this because, you know, the running and everything back to being healthy is, is really my second athletic career because same way the coaches to say, if you leave it all on the field, win or lose, I, I'm okay with that. 
that's how I feel now. I don't leave nothing. When I come off and I'm in the dressing room in the back, I don't do any more of those things where you go, man, I should have hit this note right here. Man, I should have stood right there. Man, why didn't I open my hands and, and make my body larger right there? I don't do none of that no more. I give it all. I leave it all out there. Everything, everything. So when I'm done, you know, it's exhaustion and pass out and, and relax and wait for the next day to do it again. But... I love it, man. I love, right now, I feel like the, the creator is really, really smiling big at me. Right, right. You know, I... Exactly. And, and, you, and, and, and it shows, you guys, um, there's, there's, what, is, what is next for you, you know? And let them know, like, what you have coming up so they can look out for it and things like that. And then um, um, I think I have some of your, your poetry here, so I'm going to play that well, next. <laughs> right. Wow, and, um, cool. But but let them know, you know, like, you know, what you have coming up and what to look out for for you. Cool. Well, right now, I'm actually going to stand in front of the closet and pick out something real cool, maybe like a lavender and purple and orange outfit. Because tomorrow in Hartford at the Pump House Gallery, one of the biggest galleries in Connecticut, uh, 38 of my new paintings are going to be there. And it's good. actually the name of the show is what we've been talking about. It's called Letting Go. And it's wow. that, just that. The process of letting go and, and, and letting your 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 faith and, and your belief carry you. You know what I'm saying? I'm ju- just jump, man. Jump. Don't worry about where you land. Just jump because you're gonna be up there for a while and you gotta enjoy the time and in, in, in the space. And so I'm looking forward to that. I've been psyched about that all week. Like giddy, like a little kid, like a couple of days before Christmas, giddy. Because I, I'm really proud of the show and the creator, love the, the, the curator, really digs the show. So he put his best effort into the show. And right now we got about 170 people that have RSVP'd to come through. So you know tomorrow, tomorrow looks to be a really, really cool event. Um, That's got incredible. The- we got a we got a party coming up soon. I haven't you know just been talking with some people for uh, the book release. Uh, we haven't done a book release party or anything official. Um, just starting to book a lot of book signings and uh, and reading. So look for me definitely in the tri-state area on that. Um, and just work, man. I, I I think by fall, Unframed will definitely be back up and on stage in in the Broadway um, area, right down you know dead smack in the middle of Manhattan, and um. Just work, man. Work, work, work. I got the series. Work, work, work. I, at the end and of doing the, the series, I... with the hip-hop theater as well. You know? Yes, on the new on the new piece actually it's called it's called Who's Hip Hop W-H-O apostrophe S and W-H-O-S-E it's about you know a white kid and a black kid growing up parallel lives and of course you know there's a confrontation coming but it's all in music and song and and you know um, I, I like the you know the basic the, the basic treatment is, is kind of done so let's see what happens you know but that's my plate and I, I want more because as long as it's art I don't feel I don't feel any kind of ways, you know. Um, looking, like, it looks like Nigeria is going to be next year, early next year. Um, working with the Minister of Education in in, in Ibidan to bring me over there as a, as a visiting uh, artist, and yeah, um, possibly if I do if I do not Ghana, 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 the University of Ghana wants me to bring the play over there. So we're trying to hook the two of them up because it doesn't make any sense to fly to, to Nigeria, fly back to fly to Ghana when you could drive from Nigeria to Ghana. So, right. yeah, <laughs> if everything is cool and, and, and your girlfriend and, and my wife don't kill me and, and everything goes before the plan, I could be in Africa next year for like two months-ish. Oh, my goodness. That is a lot yeah. of time. Well, you know what? We're going yeah. to figure out how to get my girl over there as well in those two months. Yeah. We got time to save some money, Cassandra. I'm going to get you over here, girl. 
Amen. Amen. I like that idea a lot. Even though, even though me, you know, your girl gonna see any animal she sees, she's gonna run back to America across the Atlantic Ocean. We'll, we'll deal with that when we we'll deal with that bridge when we cross it. <laughs> you guys, my guest tonight is Ayaba Mandingo, artist, poet, actor, author, painter, <laughs> right. and soon to be singer, Broadway star. Okay, because you know. Not, hey, hey. not even mention the little plays that you've been doing outside of Unfrank. We're not even going to mention all of that. You guys are going to have to look it up because right, Amen. Amen. To tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much to tell. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, Ayaba. I oh, so my pleasure. Adore and love you. You know you're like my, you are my brother. It's not like you're like, Absolutely. you are my brother. I love, I love you back, sister. I love you back and I appreciate you for bringing me on tonight. I had fun. I'm about to go call Cassandra and tell her I just had a ball on the, on the radio with Nadine. That's right. <laughs> it's Bodega Fresh, you guys. We'll be right back. We're going to get into a piece from Ayaba right now. We're going to mix back to the mix with DJ Strike. Yeah. Peace. Since my tongue is just a bit to handle I only speak in geometric form with sharp angles Run with nappy-headed scientists in silk mantles 45 on that square and beaded leather bangles Tell addresses freshly pedicured in thong sandals Gorillas on that front line in case they want to tangle Angels with them lightsabers turn your beef to candles Convert your nonsense to logic, use it as a sample The firstborn, I shape shift the human form Hot enough tracks to watch me transform My third eye projectile just like a unicorn I sodomize every bar just like a uniform So be informed, I hate to leave you disappointed I keep that mean balance beam, the flow is double jointed Pin braced by seraphims to keep the verse anointed So knock it off please and leave it to the ones appointed Now I'm you know exactly who I'm talking to The lion's in, I know exactly what I'm walking through And I was talking to never eat with strangers off for you To and watch out who you quoting to Earthquake in your foundation Cause most of y'all are portable Cheapish and affordable But we be them immortables God alliance, high science Shoes that be adorable Build with me, I'll show you What that pestle and that mortar do Or we could drop the molotovs Like Kylie did on Donahue Giving birth to demigods Cause that's what black Madonnas do Annihilate and mutilate Cause that's what rap piranhas do Pardon you Remove yourself if revolution bothers you Partaking in this pestilence Will never really profit you Blinding on the side they defile and then demolish you This is not for fun, dude All the war, sun do Same time I demonstrate how lyrically I penetrate The subatomic heavyweights Educate and stimulate Segregate the dinner plate The hungry never hesitate Take the mic and regulate Cause this is how we elevate Don't you know exactly who I'm talking to The lion's in, I know exactly what I'm walking through And I was talking to never eat with strangers off for you I hate the walls that you've been man We came to slaughter you 
Without the chaser, my soliloquies the high frequency, so raise the fader. Run tell a neighbor, neighbor, hip hop's resuscitator. Freshly caught food for thought, brought so tip the waiter. The gladiator, I'm not bingy in a six shoe. I'm laid back with an all mech six tool. We camouflage black, made back six two. Then we levitate, wait, list the bird's eye view. Cool, I didn't sign up for the show and tell. I do this thing here for Oscar Grant and Sean Bell. I rap well for those in hell. Concentrated up in prison cells Well, now that we're finished with the introductions And everyone is here is clear on following instructions Put your hands up high into their vertical And rock out as we sew it up surgical Yeah, I'm talking about that dope girl magic. I 
gotta eat to live, and I am famished. Yeah, I planned it, it's manifested. I've been tested, but never bested. Moving hate changed the whole game. It's pain, nigga, push, take a look. If you down, to get it now. I'm getting wise in my own age. Why you niggas steady spitting live with the bold face? You seeing Bull Brown, bitch, that's a cold day. In Haiti's trial, play me, you get stuck, that's an OJ. Simpson, nigga, listen, reminiscing the old days. We'd have been that switcher or that liquor with no chase. Now we on some gross shit, our opponents have no way. They lose us, so we lose them, nigga. Speed up your slow pace, okay? I'm out here doing what I'm doing, what I'm doing. It's yours, nigga. It's yours, nigga. It's yours, nigga. <laughs> Trying to remember your name Those the same green eyes that I recall When I had the microphone here last fall So a full four seasons Nothing sweet when you sleep For no reason Spit the last bar and barely still breathing Blink twice, I'm not believing You in the crowd, it's getting loud And people leaving, I look around, don't see you the pics with fans still don't see you peace to my band they talking about waffle house and after hour plans why the strange coincidence i'm trying to comprehend collecting my dividends and the 529 back before they expanded upon my exit a black coupe pulled in front of the venue a dark tint turned to green eyes with a soft smile on the menu even remember the time was 10 past two before i knew it i was chilling in your passengers that ill magnetic the law of attraction first you was a gentleman, drove me to my car right around the block at Glenwood and Joseph behind the crosswalk. You parked, I stopped the grin, she was nervous and curious, cause shit, you could work for Secret Service. So why you following me? I asked. Homie laugh, you are artist, baby, all your shows are on blast. I chuckle, we both knew that it was different. Same as before, I felt my heartbeat shifting. When I used to hear that in songs, it sounded corny. But when it's real, it make you crazy to the next morning. Now we sitting here, adorning, getting overwhelmed, a little horny. You say till Christmas, you'll be still touring. I love the math, and this time, you did the same, then reassured me. Quality time when you return, gave me a forehead kiss that made my whole body yearn.
Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.